Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Discography. I'm Cameron. I'm Reed. And we're just gonna kind of fuck around this episode. <laughs> so, yeah. We're, uh, we're doing the cars this episode. So, talked about a little, a little about this man last episode, Cars, except that it's in the anime, in order to avoid copyright, uh, spelled K-A-R-S instead of, uh, C-A-R-S. <laughs> Very clever, Rocky. <laughs> so, uh, the album we listened to is just their debut album, The Cars. Reed, you're pretty familiar with The Cars, right? Yeah, I, li- I like The Cars as much as the next guy, you know. Yeah. They're pretty good. It's, uh, they're pretty popular band. For like standard like what are the classic eighties radio or whatnot probably heard uh, some of their songs. Oh yeah, uh, I know you're very familiar with Drive. <laughs> I like Drive. <laughs> That's... I like uh, I like a lot of these uh, the songs on this album actually are pretty good. I I like already knew like about half of them if not more. Oh yeah, uh, first at least the first uh, three name. Yeah, first three songs. Oh yeah, on this album, definitely the first. Three. Everyone pretty much can recognize by name. Um, in fact, I think the the only one I had like never heard of was like "Don't Just Stop." Yeah, and it was a weird one too. <laughs> hey, don't just stop! <laughs> don't just stop! It's a pretty sexual song. Getting sexual up in this album. <laughs> it's like when I kiss your mouth, it's wet, and don't you stop <laughs> or something like that. It's pretty gross. <laughs> Uh, but this album, Disclaimer, Cameron does not kiss my mouth uh, Yeah, that doesn't happen yet. Before we record <laughs> Don't believe those rumors If they're floating around <laughs> You ready for the Tumblr art? I'm not I would, I, <laughs> That would destroy me <laughs> I'll tweet a picture of us So that people know how to draw us Oh no <laughs> Plug your Twitter Oh, at Fequarius1. Damn. Someone took at Fequarius. <laughs> if you own at Fequarius, please contact us. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> uh, um, so, the Cars is a new wave band. Whoa, new wave. What's happening there? Um, new wave is like... <laughs> new wave is just like new music in the like late, late 70s, I want to say mid 80s kind of zone stuff like talking heads you've heard talking heads before that's pretty uh oh yeah. that's pretty standard new wave it's just kind of like weird shit uh a lot of it has survived a lot of it has not survived at all and uh, like listening to it nowadays i <laughs> just like i'm just as like uh polarized on it and as uh the amount that has made it through to popular uh media like some of it just sounds like absolute shit it's like oh obviously you were just fucking around in the studio here trying to make some weird ass music <laughs> but some of it's really good and uh it's pretty iconic rock so like the, this album uh very classic so my, my best friend's girl fuck yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> or that's a fun one just just what i needed that's an anthem it's an awesome album oh yeah what was your what was your favorite song my favorite song in here is probably Bye Bye Love for a couple reasons. One is because it was on Rock Band 2. Oh, fuck yeah. And dude. I would play it a lot on there. <laughs> and the other is the part where it goes, down, 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 down. I think it's super cool. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> when you're playing Rock Band 2, the... <laughs> oh, dude, that's what, that's what that, sold it for When you were, me. like, playing it and that part came on, were you like, oh, yeah! <laughs> you, like, really got into <laughs> it? <laughs> 
You gotta flick the flick the little plastic thing really hard on those few notes. Oh yeah. Bow, 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 bow. yeah. Well, then you really get the music into the video game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Once I was at uh, a Hamacon and I was that's a that's a, a, a convention. <laughs> <laughs> An anime convention for those of you that don't know about it because it's a local one. Um, you don't have to step around watching anime. This is a JoJo related podcast. No, dude, I don't know what anime is. <laughs> um, and they had they have like a huge game room, like most conventions do. And they had like a rock band and a couple other like music games up. And I remember I was there with like uh, <laughs> one of our friends. I don't remember who. I think it was you. I think I was able to play around with you. There was like a connect dance game, and what I did was it was there. Yeah, and it recorded. I don't, you. Think, that, I don't think that was. It me might not have been of you. It might not have been you, but uh, it mm. recorded you like playing it. Basically, it's just like uh, if you've ever played Just Dance, it was that. Except it recorded you dancing. So whenever uh, you finished, it showed like highlights. <laughs> And what happens is we played that game because it was like, oh, let's fucking fuck around. <laughs> we're at a convention. And we're goofing. We're having fun. And uh, <laughs> it records us. And it plays the back of the highlights. Just a room full of people. <laughs> After you're done. And it's like, well, fuck. I look so awful. <laughs> I look so stupid. <laughs> and this is just going to play until someone else comes up. Then I know they're going to see it because they have to walk up to the screen <laughs> to play the next match. <laughs> so at least like four people are going to see, at minimum, me looking stupid in front of this machine dancing to like fucking like man eater or something. <laughs> God. Sorry, you just reminded me. <laughs> That memory with Rock Band 2. <laughs> um, fun facts about the cars. Formed in Boston in 1976. Consisted of, uh, what is that, one, two, three, four, five band members. If you want to know who they are, you can Google them. I don't know how to say their names properly. Um, <laughs> their names were in Boston. Yeah, in Boston. In Bostonese. So, so I don't want to, I don't want to, like, risk, uh, like, heavily offending someone trying to pronounce it. Because yeah, if it's someone from Boston, they're probably going to, like, I don't know, send me an angry email, and I just can't handle that. <laughs> um, they they were, like, people who were in and out of a bunch of bands in the early 70s, I want to say, or throughout the 70s. So this was, like, just one of their many projects. Um, they, whenever there was their debut album, boom on the charts like immediately so when it, once they got signed to uh, like a record label they are pretty much successful once they released their first work and they continued to be um this album specifically stayed on the charts for 139 weeks wow the cars nice job that's really impressive yeah <laughs> <laughs> i guess you could say the good times really rolled for them <laughs> you know <laughs> <sighs> Um, in case you're interested, the uh, record label they signed to is Electra Records, spelled E-L-E-K-T-R-A. Pretty cool record label. Um, I mean, this is something I'm actually... Do you do you actually follow any record labels, like, specifically? No, I actually... I don't really uh, know much of anything about, like, what record labels put out which, like, albums and stuff. I really don't know anything about that. I think in, I think in the past it was much more important to find new music that way than it is nowadays because we have a bunch of services. Oh. But I yeah. uh, recently, just because I like, I recently started uh, collecting vinyl uh, occasionally for music that I really love and want to have physical copies of for a long time and keep care of. 
Uh, not because I just want to be a hipster. <laughs> Defending myself right now to judgmental listeners if you're out there. Which I'm not going to judge you for judging me. <laughs> but anyways, I follow... Uh, I've actually like... I subconscious. I just started doing this like naturally. Uh, the record label that like hosts a bunch of my favorite bands. I was like, well, why shouldn't I just pay attention to other bands that they like promote and sell music of? Because I'll probably like them if I like like half the bands that they already sell music of. And so I just started like following them. I was like, wow, I guess this is what people used to do. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. So ooh, this album's technology heavy. Am I right? Like, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, that like, I don't know how to really describe it, but you know, like the the very eighties like reverb type stuff. Oh yeah, bunch of especially moving in stereo. Oh yeah, but I think that was the whole point of that. Song. Yeah, that's an awesome oh, name for like a super tech heavy song. I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? Yeah, no, I was I was saying, look, listen to me, I'm in stereo. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I thought I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, uh, to be honest, I was reading a little bit from an excerpt from an interview, and uh, one of the band members was like, "Yeah, we pretty much would just be buying like the new shit as soon as it dropped immediately to use in like the songs." And we got to the point where uh, even if it was like obsolete within a week, we were using it, and <laughs> we sometimes had like twelve foot switches for like performances and stuff like that. So that's pretty insane because I have like one foot switch for my guitar amp, and I sometimes don't know where my foot is. So. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, I have to say my favorite song on this, probably, uh, probably just what I needed. Just, oh yeah, it's classic. The classic feels good. Feels good, man. Uh, good, good, good song. It's just the. It's hard to like not like a song of this album. I think. Uh, oh, some yeah. of it's a little bit weird, but like I don't know, that's new wave for you. Uh, a lot of people listening to this podcast will probably have heard. The first three, maybe like the last two songs of this album, I highly encourage you to go listen to the weird middle ones, just so that you get a better idea of like what was also going on in that like time frame with the Cars as music. Because if you listen to uh, like classic car songs now, you're like, oh, it's like this is just like '80s rock, but uh, you don't get like the full picture, which is like also like here's all the weird shit we were doing <laughs> with all the new yeah. like, crazy <laughs> things, which I think is really interesting. So. Um, Definitely go check that out if you wanted to listen to the album. I'm not talk- I'm, I, I usually say this like as we finish talking about the album. I don't want to scare you. And not, I'm not done talking about the album yet. <laughs> we haven't talked about cars. Yeah. Uh, K cars. K cars. We'll get to him in a minute. So uh, yeah. So you're familiar with um, their most successful album as well, which is Heartbeat City. Because that's the uh, one that drives on. Yeah, I'm familiar with some of that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't listen to that album for this episode. Um, I didn't ask you to listen to it, so I'm not gonna like pound you at it too hard. But uh, yeah, I'm actually looking it up to so we can see the see the song list. Sure, I don't have it up right now. I was just gonna ask you a little bit about Drive. Okay, because I know that. Oh, because I know you've listened to that one. Yeah, Drive's pretty cool. It's very like. Uh, I guess well, while a lot of the uh, the songs on this album we listened to for this episode were pretty like high energy, Drive is very much like. Mm, how do I say it? It's like more solemn. Yeah, it's very like slow and low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Drive is like one of their top charting songs ever, and that album definitely outsold this one. Um, that album is uh, pretty much where I think they like hit their peak. 
It's mm-hmm. got really cool album art with like uh if, if you've already pulled it up i'll talk to you about it but otherwise i won't pound you about it too hard yeah i have I yeah have the so Heartbeat city Almarta. yeah so the it's like the car just like going through a red space or it's like the car i have i might pull out the record and look at it right now hold up <laughs> <laughs> if i can find it quick enough oh man where'd i put it Where'd you go? Reed, don't say anything weird to the audience while I'm over here, dude. Cameron doesn't know what I'm going to say now. Until he listens to this later to edit. Everyone, everyone tweet at him. Tweet mean things at Cameron. Cameron. What's your, what's your Twitter? You know what? I forgot you can't hear. <laughs> so, uh, oh, how's, it, how's it okay. going, listeners? Oh, Cameron, oh. you're back. Reed, you didn't do anything weird, right? No. Okay. Hey, Cameron, what's your Twitter? <laughs> I don't have a Twitter account. Shoot! <laughs> Alright, for, forget what I said before, listeners. <laughs> Okay, so I've got the I've got the LP in my hands right now. The reason I went to go get this is because it's this sick gatefold LP, which means that the uh, the art like and the art like goes along the whole thing once you fold it out. So it's got this like sexy '80s woman on it, right? Uh, yeah. You probably if you're looking at it on the PC, you might only be able to see half of it. But like she's over like a car with a bunch of engine parts popping out of it. There's two like huge white stars. Um, on the section of it that has her legs, her legs are, like, between some, uh, I can't remember what this part of the car is called, but it's, like, I would say the axles, and then there's, like, some crazy-ass, uh, light beams that go from red to blue over a gradient, and then it's got, like, this cool, uh, like, a dark pink slash maroon outline to the whole piece of art, and it just looks fucking wild. <laughs> um... The artwork on that one, I believe, is done by their drummer, who designed the artwork for most of their albums. That's why I wanted to start talking about that. <laughs> um, but for this album, he actually designed a piece of artwork that did not get approved by the record company. <clears throat> too, too, like, explicit? Or, like, why? I don't, I, I honestly do not know. Um, but mm. the, I believe it was just because the record company thought it was too weird. I think, I think that's what it was. <laughs> um, it's, it, it would be my guess. Uh, the piece of art that they went up going with, I know the cars did not approve of, and like later on continued to talk shit about. They're like, that's really not what we think our image is. <laughs> it's like this woman, uh, if, if you see the album art for this album, it's like this, uh, woman, like, sm- laughing and smiling while driving. Oh, for, uh, uh, you're talking about for the cars. Yeah, for the like cars, their debut album. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was like a so that's like a Russian model that they the record company hired and just did like photo shoot with, and the cars did not like it. They were like, "This is not a this is not a sweet we're new wave and weird and hip dude. We're not like a, a pretty lady laughing." <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against the Russian model who uh, <laughs> who's in this artwork, but yeah, so that's something really cool about the cars that I didn't know is that their drummer did a lot of the artwork for their album covers. Really interesting. That's cool. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't know. So, okay. Anything about the album that you want to talk about specifically? Like, do you find any uh, connections <laughs> possibly between the... I was looking very hard for connections, but I honestly could not find any. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's any connection between the cars and cars, except for the name. Well, okay, so I've got something for you. So I was reading this interview really? um, with the lead singer of the cars, and uh, she just get a text message. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did I just get a text message? Oh, no. That must have been you. I didn't hear anything. Oh, no. <laughs> Viewers, please, please ignore <laughs> All right, Cameron, now you need to make a Twitter so that they can do what I told them to. Oh, no. I can't make a Twitter account. They don't have a social you media can. You account. You can follow me. Oh, man. Do it. If I'll make a Twitter account and then um, at the end of the episode insert audio <laughs> so that the, the viewers can do whatever you <laughs> said to do. <laughs> I'll make a Twitter account for Bizarre Discography. Oh, for the podcast? Not a personal yeah, one. Yeah, not a personal one. All right. That works, but make sure, like, listeners, make sure you that he knows it's directed at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, the connection. So the yeah, so you yeah. know how cars has like huge, massive blades that come out of his forearms. Of course, well, that was actually inspired by uh, the lead singer's uh, like a, a real story by the re- lead singer where he was like uh, he was telling a story to an interviewer once he was like i was in my kitchen and i saw some kitchen blades like for cutting up veggies and stuff like that and i was just like dude how cool would that be if they were in my arms and the interview (laughs) stops there and it's like very mysterious and it's kind of implied that the person interviewing him was then cut up by his cool arm blades (laughs) are you making this up no that's a hundred percent true story if you want (laughs) to sounds like a joke. If you want to uh, read that interview, you have to go to Blizzard's website, www.battlenet.com. Stop! No! You, it's not April 1st. <laughs> did did the lead singer of Cars want to put knives in his arms or not? He didn't. <laughs> he didn't want to put knives in his arms. I might have tricked you a little bit. It was like, it was just weird enough that I'm like, yeah, that's new way. <laughs> Then you, you know what? You, when you said he cut up the interview, <laughs> no, that's a Cameron joke. That's so new wave to want to put knives in your arms. Do you? I mean, if you had just stopped there, I would have believed you. <laughs> uh. mm. So, did, did you also find no connection? I found like absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, there's like a lyric in uh, one of the middle songs where it's like, it's so easy to fly out the window. It's like, oh, it's kind of like that time Cars uh, flew through the building when he was fighting uh, Stroheim when he was a re-engineer in German technology. Am I right? That's right. Am I right? That's yeah, right. that happened. <laughs> That's a connection, right? Uh, no, no, I think that this one was totally arbitrary, like many of the beginning uh, uh, references. And uh, mm. I'm hoping to... Uh, in the next couple episodes, I'll start doing some of the requests that we've gotten, which, if you still want to send stuff in, please do. Uh, try and limit yourself to uh, parts one through six, because I'm currently reading part seven. Uh, I don't. If you try and spoil part seven or part eight for me, I'm not going to care, so don't even bother. Um, but if you do have a part seven or part eight request, um, just save it for like a, a few episodes later, and I'll like tell you guys whenever I'm done reading those and I'm able to do an episode about those characters but if there's a stand or anything 
a new character from those uh, from later parts that you want to hear about, just send me a request, and I'll do them. I swear to God, I'll do them, because I'll, I'll let you know right now. I got a request for Iggy, <laughs> and I'm going to have to fucking do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's... Uh, Let's talk about cars a little bit. He's like a pretty funny man, if I had to say so myself. Right? Cars is he's definitely he's pretty interesting. He's def he's different from his his uh pillar men buddies. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Cause he's the he's the only one that like takes what he's doing like extremely seriously and will go to like any means to get it done while the other ones are like let's put poison rings inside jojo <laughs> yeah and let him loose and Cars like i do not care what you do i have bigger problems to worry about yeah cars is interested in world domination <laughs> yeah he's well to become the ultimate life yeah. form that's his goal he wants to be the ultimate life form and he wants to tell all the humans to go like make him breakfast and stuff like that <laughs> So it's better than a, a breakfast in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that scene where Cars is like, he's waking up and he's like, damn, I wish I had a world, I had dominated the world already, so I got a breakfast in bed right now. Yeah, and then he cut up the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the special thing about his blades? Um, is it something to do with air? Mm, I don't think it had any. I hope I remember, I'm remembering this right, but, uh, it, when when he, they first fight cars and he's using his blades, they're like, "Why does it sparkle so much? Why is it so shiny?" Oh yeah. And then they realize there's very tiny like chainsaw blades that move around the blade on the outside. I totally and reflect light, and that's why it shines that. so much and cuts so well. Yeah, I forgot about that. That he has. It's not only is it just a. Uh, <laughs> not only is it just like a blade, <laughs> but it's a chainsaw as well. Marine, is Cars yeah. at your house right now? <laughs> what do you mean? Or is Cars at my house right now? Somewhere deep. What? Do you hear a chainsaw? In the back of the audio, I hear chainsaw. Cameron, I gotta tell you, again, it's not me. <laughs> oh my god. That's fine, listeners. It'll be cut out in the noise cancellation. <laughs> Cars is at my house right now. If I stop talking and you know what's happened anyways <laughs> um i i'm gonna stay on my cars as a funny man sometimes i look at cars and i see him kill someone i'm like that's very funny <laughs> do you agree <laughs> um okay i i think it's funny when he uh, spoilers for part two, when he becomes the ultimate life form and eats that squirrel. Oh no, I forgot about that. Because <laughs> up till then, he had been like killing people to save animals just because he's like, the animals are worth more. And then he becomes the ultimate life form and you'll think, oh, he's going to be like nice to those squirrels over there. And he turns around, he's eating them. Yeah! <laughs> Cars doesn't give a fuck about anything. Listen, despite his stern, no-nonsense exterior... Cars possesses a murderous and sadistic nature. Alright. And that's very funny. <laughs> he's he's not really that interesting until he becomes the ultimate life form, because the ultimate yeah. life form form is just so fucking buck wild that it's that whole sequence is so funny. <laughs> Before then he's just like one of the standard pillar men. He's just like he can wiggle his body around. A major pillarman power. <laughs> and he's got those arm blades and uh, long, luscious hair. 
Mm. But then after he turns into the ultimate life form, he can be anything. Anything. Anything that you want. (laughs) For instance, I'm pretty sure he gets, like, turtle scales to shoot out of his fingers or something. (laughs) Something like that. He, He grows wings. His hands turn into, like, crazy animal shit. Like, he has tentacle arm at some point. I'm pretty sure he turns his arm to an octopus arm so he can reach around and, like, get someone to, like, strangle them or something. Um, he's so... He, for whatever reason, I guess he only uh, banded up with SDC and Wamu so that he would have more power behind him when he was trying to complete his objective, right? Yeah, probably part of, like, overthrowing uh the i don't was this whole race called the pillar men or was it just them oh man they're just like they're just like said to be ancient beings there was like a race of them you're right yeah and then cars wamu acdc and uh, satanya satanya from gabriel dropout satanya what's the santana yeah Uh, michael santana (laughs) uh they uh they like wiped out the rest of them and became uh well no they did use the mask didn't they they did they're like oh we need the stone to make the mask better yeah yeah Mm. so the pillarman's like race was originally pretty like they didn't really like kill everything they just kind of like lived on their own and the haman users were just so like scared of them and because they were like i think they they, like they would prey on humans because that's just how it was uh, but they didn't, like, eradicate them. And so whenever, like, the prey started fighting back with Haman users, I think Cars is like, we need to kill all of them. <laughs> and then uh, everyone else in, like, the Ancient People's Council in that episode was like, Cars, <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> and like, <laughs> she just told him off. And so he killed all of them. Uh, and then he took Wamu and ACDC into his, like, he, they're like his apprentices, I guess, or whatever. And there's a baby, and that was Santana, I, th- I believe. <laughs> it was Santana. A baby he was, when I think, in the this? back, uh, in the uh, flashback, he was a little baby, like wrapped up. <laughs> Do you think they had like a tiny stone mask for babies? Um, you know, I think that would be really cool. Sounds like something that would happen, Jojo. Baby mask. Oh shit. It just reminded me of baby stand. <laughs> baby stand. Uh, um The Redstone of Aja, I believe that's a musical reference. Oh really? Yeah, so um I would have to Google it right now, so I'm not going to. But that is a musical reference, I'm hundred percent sure. I wanna say that Aja is like a band. AJA, if not a, uh, a song. I'm very uneducated on this. I only thought to uh, think about that once we hit record. <laughs> so apologies, <laughs> viewers. Uh, that might be something that you, yourself, would go out and find out on your own without my assistance, maybe. I don't know. Break then uh, tweet at him and tell him that you figured it out first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then all my viewers, you can record an episode, all of you at once, only one audio file and send it to me and I'll edit it and post it, okay? (laughs) Um, Yeah, he wants to, like... So the whole point is that he wants to be the ultimate being and it allows him to, like, live in sunlight, which the Pillar Man can't do like vampires. Mm -hmm. 
And then once he does that, he gets, like, tentacle arms and stuff. He starts fighting everyone. There's a major plot hole in that episode. I don't know if it's in the manga. You mean how Stronheim, like... Yes. Or was it Jojo? One of them gets in the wheel of an airplane somehow, and there's no way they should have been able it's to. It's Stroheim. He watches... Stroheim watches the plane take off, and then, like, five minutes later, he's in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's German technology. For That's you. oh, you're a hundred percent right. It's German technology, I guess. Um, the Nazis are in this episode. Yeah, the, and they're. Friends. I always forget that. It always freaks me out. It really does that the Nazis are like kind of allies to JoJo in this episode. It leaves a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth. I'm like, no, the Nazis aren't supposed to be good. <laughs> but I don't know. Jojo in desperate times has to work with the Nazis. I think that's just part of like the fucking how buck wild all this shit is. <laughs> it seems like maybe just barely a little bit insensitive. To- <laughs> but we don't have to talk about that too much. This is a funny, silly podcast. Um, yeah, Stroheim ma- forms a major plot hole that kills cars. <laughs> I don't even remember how what he did once he got on the plane. I want to say that he revealed himself, and Jojo was like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'll provide a distraction. And then he just immediately gets, like, killed, or, like, swatted out of the sky from the plane. Uh, he gets, like, oh, I don't remember exactly. I feel like he gets, like, cut in half or something. Yeah. But because he's a robot, he's alive. He's just like, I can't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely doesn't die there, because I remember oh. in the epilogue, it's like he, he dies in Stalingrad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. It's so fucking, oh, it's so weird. And we see him, like, unfold into a bunch of guns. He's like, come get me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think I remember him being on the volcano. I think you're right. I think he's cut in half. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Jojo! <laughs> he's always screaming at him. Um, the only way to defeat cars... Is by using Mother Nature herself. This is a part... In a lot of luck. I'm sorry, what were you going to say? I said in a lot of luck. In a lot of luck. This is a part yeah. that I feel like... Um, now, Jojo, Joseph Joestar says, This was all according to my plan. However, I do not believe him. <laughs> well, you're talking about the very end? I'm talking about the very end. So, yeah. yeah. He says... He says, I knew this would happen. And then in his head, he's like, I didn't really know this would happen. But if he thinks that, it'll drive him crazy. <laughs> That's that? amazing. <laughs> I didn't remember that. Yeah, so the only... He's like flying... Jojo's trying to fly a plane away from everyone. Once he gets... Whatever uh, cars gets the rest of Asia, he like puts it on the mask. Puts the mask on in the sunlight. His whole body vibrates under the sun for like a minute. They think he's dead, and he comes back as the ultimate life form. Jojo leads him away with the plane. Silly things happen. Um, he like shoots at Jojo with scales that turn into like the turtles or something. I don't know. That start chewing. Oh, they turn into piranhas. That's what it is. He shoots piranha scales at the plane, which then turn into piranhas themselves. Oh, and the yeah. piranhas, like, eat up the plane and Jojo. <laughs> totally unlike what a piranha would do in real life, which is fall to the ground and die. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, like, the plane is crashing because it's been eaten by piranhas. Classic plane problem. If you're ever going to go to the airport and get on an airplane, always make sure you do a piranha check once you're in your seat. Uh <laughs> 
he drives it into a volcano. Because as he's flying, he's like, how do I defeat him? It's invincible. I know, I'll use the Earth. The Earth is the only thing that can defeat cars because he's as powerful as the Earth and holds domination over it now. It's something like a piece of logic like that. But in yeah. actuality, Jojo saw a volcano. He's like, that was a good idea. <laughs> so he like flies the plane to the volcano. There's a cool fight at the volcano where he's just like punching him a little bit and stuff like that. Um, pretty much, if you've ever seen Star Wars Part 3, that happens. Uh... <laughs> you are my brother, Carlos. <laughs> He's got cars has oh, no. yeah, cars has, or someone has the high ground and they're in lava and shit. <laughs> I hate piranhas. <laughs> we can get into everything. <laughs> um, Jojo loses his hand. I don't remember how exactly it happens. Do you? Yeah, it just gets cut off at some, at some point. point. I think okay. I think what happened was he put cars in the lava and he's like, ah, a job well done, defeated. <laughs> and then cars like pops out of the ground under him and cuts his hand. That's off. exactly what happens. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> also, in this fight, cars, this is sort of like a callback to, I think, our Zapelli episode where we talked about how Araki sort of changes the way Hamon works. Yeah. Because in his new form, cars can use Hamon, and he, like, burns Jojo with it. He's yeah. Like, how does it feel to get hurt by Hamon? And it's like, he shouldn't be able to get hurt by Hamon. It's a healing power. Yeah, he should be helping Jojo at that point. <laughs> it should be making him better. But, I mean, at this point, I was watching it. I didn't notice because I was like, oh, fucking cool karate. <laughs> but, yeah, he just, I guess it just got changed at some point. It turns into, like, lightning yeah. burn power. <laughs> something <laughs> um but yeah so what happens is the volcano erupts and it sends them flying upward and they're on like a rock basically that's flying up from the force of the volcano do you remember how exactly he defeats him i just remember okay yeah, okay so it's uh so physics wise it doesn't make sense okay explain to me so, why it doesn't make sense physics wise i'm pretty sure what happened was like they're on a rock flying up, and then Jojo somehow gets him, either he sprouts wings and gets above the rock, or he hits him up there, uh, and then debris from the volcano erupting, like, smaller pieces of the same sort of rock, yeah. start hitting cars, and he's moving upwards and upwards, Oh! and so many debris hit him, he launches into space. <laughs> He doesn't die because he's the ultimate life form, but there's absolutely nothing he can do, so he just floats in space forever. Yeah, he tr he gets like a Buddha pose or a Buddha, and he just like turns into a frozen rock basically and floats around in space forever and does a cool like clockwise turn away from the screen. <laughs> Which I think it's I think it's one of the coolest like uh, endings to a fight in JoJo, to be honest. But it it's definitely like dumb <laughs> yeah like, it wouldn't work. yeah um <laughs> it's pretty funny there's absolutely just like that they admitted there's absolutely no way for them to kill him <laughs> you just have to send him away forever that's right <laughs> and so yeah if you've watched uh part three but not parts one and two <laughs> then you're <a> <laughs> then now you know uh why joseph joestar has a robo hand because he got cut off in his fight with cars Oh, you know who made his Roboheim? It was the Nazis. It was Stroheim. It was Stroheim. Yeah. Well, or the same people who made Stroheim's body. Probably not Stroheim's Yeah. Self. 
But yeah, it's a Nazi hand. <laughs> Great. Although it does get like broken a few times and repaired like in part by three, Americans. So I don't know. Yeah, probably not by Nazis at that yeah. point. Maybe by Nazis. No. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Nazis are an integral part of JoJo. It's <laughs> it makes me really uncomfortable to admit, but it's one of those like East like Japanese things <laughs> for sure. Where, yeah, they were allies in the they war. They were. Uh, maybe a yeah. little bit more lenient on them in their media. <laughs> yeah, where we we think very poorly of them, rightfully so. <laughs> God, but yeah. Um, Joseph has a robo hand. Fucking. Do you remember when cars killed a drunk driver who threatened to hit a puppy? Yeah, I do. This is like I mentioned earlier how he'll like kill humans to save animals. That's that's sort of what I was thinking of. When a car is like heading towards a dog and he gets in front and like flips the car into a building. Yeah. yeah. He does all sorts of weird yeah. shit like that. Like he like he also like bounces around uh, like a bunch of walls in that chasm to not hit one flower. That's what it was. I remember that. I totally <laughs> when I saw that for the first time, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> like, because he like hurts himself so bad. <laughs> he bounces off a bunch of walls just to avoid falling on a single flower, and then later he eats that squirrel. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember what happened to the squirrel after he ate it? He, like, it came out of his hand and then attacked the Nazi man. Oh, dear. yeah. <laughs> it, like, and even, like, the games, I think that's, like, his grab animation, too, <laughs> for the fighting games. He, like, makes a weird squirrel pop out of his hand and it, like, ferociously attacks Stroheim, like, digs into his eyes and shit. <laughs> like, it's gross. <laughs> mm. But, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything about about cars. That's pretty much all that I can think about for cars. Uh, major antagonist for part two. Pretty cool guy. Very funny. <laughs> As I mentioned <laughs> earlier. Uh, you got anything else to say? Uh, no. I think I think we see cars. He was in it a lot, but he didn't do much till the end. So I think. Yeah. Even just, like, things he's he's done. I think we talked about all of them. Yeah, we talked about pretty much all the, like, weird, funny, silly things. Oh, he's he's a little bitch. He won't fight Lisa Lisa, like, fairly. Oh, yeah. He uses a double and slashes her from behind. Yep. So, he's no whammo. <laughs> yeah, he, like, uh, explicitly, like, tells her, like, it's a fair fight. It's, like, duel. And then just, like, totally, like, fucks her over. Because he always interested in his, is his goal. <laughs> I think he's also like, Whamu was a dumbass for fighting he, fairly. Yeah, he does say that. He talks a lot of shit about Whamu. He's like, Whamu was a fool and an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Alright. But yeah, I think that, that's all I have. Alright, great. Um, Alright, thanks for listening. I'll catch you guys next episode. See ya. See ya, man. <laughs> oh, you were talking to them? <laughs>